Welcome to the Toss Mills Odoi Macarius podcast. Toss Mills Odoi is an apostle, teacher, and a sought-after speaker in international Christian leadership conferences. He is the son of Bishop Dag Hewitt Mills, who is the founder of the United Denominations and a best-selling author. With over 20 years' experience in church planting around the world and in the training and sending of missionaries, Apostle Toss currently serves at the Kadesh in Accra, Ghana, a vibrant church seeking to win the lost at all cost. He is also a director in the Dagwood Mills Ministries. Now, listen to Toss Mills Odoi. Day by day, yes, it does. Living this kind of life, everything new and the old has passed away. Happy days are here again. I've got new family and friends, and I'm grateful. Yes, I am. Ever since I met Jesus Christ. I've been living this kind of life It's a good life No more walking Walking in thinking sand On Christ The solid rock I stand Until Jesus and my work on earth is done I'm glad to say From now on until my dying day I'll be living this kind of life And it's a good life Yes it is And I want you to know that everything's okay Since I've been living this kind of life Living this of life I'm not afraid of what tomorrow brings oh no oh no 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 living this kind of life I can be anything God wants me to be living this kind of life don't you know everything's new and the old is passed away yes it has if I now until my dying day, I'll be living this kind of life. And I want you to know that everything's okay. Since I've been living this kind of life, and it's a good life. No more walking, walking in sinking sand. On Christ, the solid rock. 
on earth is done I'm glad to say From now on until my dying day I'll be living this kind of life And it's a good life It's a good life Such a sweet life No, I love Living this kind of life It's a good life Such a sweet life No, I love Living this kind of life is a good life Such a sweet life You know I like Living this, living this kind of life is a good life Such a sweet life You know I like Living this, living this kind of life is a good life Such a sweet life You know I Living this, living this kind of life is a good life. Such a sweet life, you know, you know I like living this, living this kind of life is a good, such a sweet, you know I like living this, living this. No more walking, walking and sinking From now on until my dying day, I'll be living this kind of life. And it's a good life, yesterday. And I want you to know that everything's alright since I've been living this kind of life. What is it? What is it? It's a good life, such a sweet life. No, I like. Living this kind of life is a good life, such a sweet life. You know, you know I love living this, living this. Beautiful. Let us pray. Holy Spirit, we thank you that you are here. For your word says that wherever two or three are gathered together in your name, there you are in the midst of them. So we thank you that you are in the midst of us this morning. Here to heal. Here to save. Here to instruct. Here to deliver. Here to bring forgiveness and healing. In Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. You may be seated. It's a good life. It's a sweet life. I don't know about you, but I love living this kind of life. Beautiful. Put your hands together for Jesus who gives us such a good life. One day I saw a sister. I saw a sister. 
and uh, she had gotten born again. Uh, before she got born again, she was not born again. Yes, it would surprise you, but before she got born again, she was not born again. Then one day she didn't come to church, and I said, Why didn't you come? And with a, a very, very sad, very, not angry, but like very bad, painful. I don't know the word, but she said, I had terrible cramps. So that's why I couldn't come to church. So I said, Cramps is what? Then I asked her, Why is it that time of the I said, Yes, it cramps is. Then I told her, Do you remember before you became born again? When it is that same end of the month and the cramps are not coming? Do you remember how afraid you used to be and, you know, a lot of. Today that you are born again and the cramps are coming, now you are also not happy. <laughs> then I asked them, do you prefer those days when the cramps are not coming day one? He said it will come day two. Then day two, two it has swept you day two. Today you are born again and you are living this sweet life, this good life. Now the cramps are coming. It is a good cramps. If you give God thanks for such a cramps. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 verse 18. I just want to share with you a short message on gratitude. The power of thanksgiving. I want to share with you a message on the power of thanksgiving. Yes. The power of thanksgiving. Because I was saying about this girl. When the crumbs came in, you said, hey, I can thank God. My crumbs has come. You should remember those days when the crowns were it coming. And then the brothers too. You should remember those days when it's the end of the month and somebody will text you. <laughs> okay, you let me preach my preach. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. First Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 18. The power of thanksgiving. God said. In everything, or in all things, in everything, give thanks. You see, it didn't say in everything. Okay, I give thanks to you for this song. So let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> in everything, give thanks. It didn't say give thanks to God. It just said give thanks. Because this is the will of God. In Christ Jesus concerning you. You see, when I was in the university my first year, before I went to the university, like that year I went in September, I was doing an accounting course, the same chartered entity of management accountant. So when I got to first year, the exam was in November, I think second week in November or something. So I still had to do first year university exams and then also do the similar exams first, then the uh, university one after. When I wrote the SEMA, there are four papers. I excelled in three in financial accounting, I got 49 percent. You know, those professional exams is not A, B, C, D, E, F, B is passed. No. Pass 50 is a grand election. 50 plus one vote. Then you won. I got 49 percent. So I failed financial accounting. 
It's not I got deal. Those exams is not did you pass or did I fail financial accounting? And because I failed financial accounting, I didn't have a desire to go and rewrite the papers that I failed to continue doing SEMA. You see, as life went on, I saw that no, I really, really, really thank God that I failed that paper because if I had passed it, I would have continued to do stage two and stage three. I would have become a chartered accountant. What do you say? Go on missions after school. I'll look at the money chartered accountants that are making. And the voice of God would have been drowned inside the thousands of dollars a month. You see, so as I look back now, one of my great things I thank God for is that financial accounting I failed. Of course, when I failed, it wasn't a nice experience. No, but with time, I see that it was one of the greatest things that God did for me. I wouldn't have been standing here at all. Amen. So what bad thing has gone on in your life? Thank God for it. When we get to heaven, you see, Paul said, judge not before the time. Before the righteous judge comes. See, when we get to heaven, then all the hidden things, all the truth, will now be made manifest. It's true. Look, as we are all sitting here, nobody knows how bad the person sitting next to you is. Whether current badness or past badness. You see, when the Bible says for all have sinned, believe it. Don't look at the niceness of the person like the dressing, the makeup, the, it, it, how, look, some people, eh, when they come to church, that's where they wear long clothes. Oh. So don't let the length of the person's dress deceive you. And the other people said, one guy there, he told me that, look, the way you see me, that's not how I am. He told me that when you see me on social media, I'm different from the way I am. But I'm a very quiet person. But when you see me doing my work I do, you get a different impression of me. None of us knows how we truly are. We all pretend. We all put our best foot forward. That's why sometimes the person who said, I'll marry you and didn't marry you, declare a personal one-week fast of thanksgiving. Because if you had married the person, eh, you may even have a mental... Women in the mental asylum is for men. <coughs> one day, I went to preach at the asylum. I started a branch in asylum down asylum. And where the preaching was, it's at the end, down, down, down. But the female ward is at the entrance, near the entrance. So a nurse was taking me down. I didn't know who anybody, where anybody was. But as we were going down, then I heard, foolish man, stupid man, you are a fool. I thought it was me. But then I think they saw, I didn't know it was me, they were insulted. So now they describe the shirt I was wearing. You in the blue said that you are a fool. Then, oh. then the nurse told me, Don't worry, don't worry. It's not about that. The women here, most of them have been disappointed by men. So unfortunately for you, you represent men here. 
they insulted me properly. So I went to preach. When I was coming back and they saw me coming, hey, look at your face, you're a swine. <laughs> also, you men who keep breaking the bed, I hear that a lot of women are also in jail for poisoning their husbands. Yes, that's also another one. Yeah. Poisoning their husbands. Slow, slow, slow poison. It's more today. <laughs> By the time you see the man is sick, they cannot find the sickness. When he dies and they do autopsy, I say, hey, wake up the one. <laughs> so sometimes, thank God for the man who did marry. Thank God for the woman who broke your heart. That draw you closer to God. Because he broke your heart, you now see God as the true lover of your soul. But before he broke your heart, when they say come to church and he says come and visit me, you only call give unto Caesar what is Caesar's and unto God what is God's. Then you say God look at on the heart. We say you can serve God anywhere. Then you go to his place. And you know what happened there when you went there before you also went there. That's why the Bible says in all things. <laughs> you see, if you can learn to believe, if you can learn to believe that his ways are not our ways and his thoughts are not our thoughts and that as high as the heavens are above the earth, so are his ways above our ways and his thoughts above our thoughts. The easiest thing for you to do will be to give thanks to everything. That any tragedy that happens to you, it is because I, the way you see it as a tragedy, if his ways are not our ways, then what you see as a tragedy actually is therefore a blessing to you. But just that because his ways are not our ways, you can't see it. Some of us, we love our wives too much. God has to turn her into a mini beast. So that you see that she's a human being also. So that you can look. When Jesus Christ said, thou shalt love the Lord your God with all. You, you're giving parts to your wife and parts to God. Disobeying Jesus. A sinner like your wife, you say she's co-equal with God. God would touch her heart. The heart of the king is the hand of the Lord. What about your wife? You twist her heart. You say you want kenke with flesh. Don't give you. Have you seen that kenke that they have left for some days and have not warm? It's hard like Chedesa. Hard like Chedesa. You say you want kenke with Don't break you that kenke. You can use it to play table tennis. That kenke don't give you. You can play table tennis with it. The pepper they'll give you. You wonder whether it is rotten or whether it is good. And the fish, you see like moss, like tree is growing on the fish. And they'll ask you, didn't you say you want cake and pepper? And From there, when you see that cake and fish, you start singing, Oh Lord, I want to know your glory. But before that, when you see your wife, Hey, you start singing. Draw me close to you. You are, it is not God though. It's your wife who wants to draw close to you. Now God's songs, you are singing them for your wife. You twist her at one. You start giving thanks in all things. 
power of thanksgiving number one sharing from bishop's new book how can i say thanks because now that the bible says with all things give thanks how do you go about it the power of thanksgiving number one saying thanks should be a constant part of your prayer philippians 4 says be anxious for nothing look as a pastor sometimes you see especially couples look i have learned that when husband comes to report wife don't listen to everything he says and believe it when wife also comes to report husband don't also believe it too much everybody they think it is like politics everybody has their goal He said, be anxious for nothing. Be careful for nothing. Be cool. <coughs> About everything. But he said, in everything, by prayer, praying, talking to God, with supplication, asking for supplies. <coughs> and as you are praying, add thanksgiving. Me, I've even taught my children how 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 to sing thank you. Sometimes they'll say thank you, that they did not say sing it. Yes. I have taught them to make thanksgiving part of their speech. Sometimes you can be there, then they'll just say, Thank you, Daddy. You are blessed. Because there's so much I've done for you, you should have an attitude of gratitude. He said, But in everything, by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, whatever you are asking for, let it be known unto God. He's saying that as you are praying, add thanksgiving to your request. Because when you ask somebody for something and you add thanksgiving, like you expect that he has done it or that he will by all means do it. Amen. Psalm 106, verse 1 to 3. Praise ye the Lord. That's why we started going, this is how I praise him. I lift my hands up. Now, not that I didn't get to that song. That's why I'll stand the other one. Praise ye the Lord. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good. For his mercy endureth forever. Who can utter the mighty acts of the Lord? Who can show forth all his praise? Blessed are they that keep judgment and he that doeth righteousness all the time. You must have a mind that God does what is right all the time. And sometimes when you see his mighty works, the only reasonable response to be constant, never ending gratitude. Amen. The most uncontrollable group among human beings, their name is called husband. Those are people. Husbands are the most uncontrollable of all the creatures of God. Or did they home? Did they want to do, do it? I tell why do not try to control your husband. No way. There are two groups of husbands. Those who pretend they are controlling them. <laughs> Flagmatic one, though they will make you think your control is working until they die. 
then you see their other family akokomlemle in addition to you. Then the other group of husbands, I don't know if which group you will prefer, but that group, as you are trying to control them, they'll let you know that it's not working. Which are you prefer? I saw one like that. When we were in secondary school, this man was so good that we were sure our fathers were bad. Every Sunday. He didn't buy provisions for his children from Okanshi and the Oh! Let's go. Oh, yes. When we, our fathers were buying us Titus. Sunday. Titus. Geisha. You know what the Geisha is? You go and Google Geisha and see the meaning of that name. Or don't go and Google before it will take you some. You know what the geisha is? They were giving us geisha. This man brings his children John West. Yes. There's a paper around the chain of the sardine. Then when we look at our father's titles, geisha. <laughs> Every Sunday, when visiting our day for let's say 2 to 5, you get there by 2 o'clock. And be there until five o'clock. Our father has forgotten we are in school, though. We, our father, has forgotten we are in school. And they'll be sitting in the car chatting. Our father has forgotten he has sent children to his secondary school. One day during vacation, I went to visit this my friend. When I went there, do you know what I saw? I saw he and his father sitting on the Veranda of their house, cutting his father's toenail. I said, Jesus, what wrong did I do before I was born that you gave me the one I have? Oh, he was cutting his father's toenail. I said, but sin is after you come to the well, then the wages come. But me, he said, before I was born, what did I do to you? Then this man died. Died, I think, in March, April. He had paid his tithe in his church till December. <coughs> but two days before he died, two days before he died, he called his wife and told her that, you know, um, I have to tell you something. I have another family dancing man. They used to live at the big farm there. As someone, when he tells his wife that I'm traveling to London for the weekend, oh, he had done so much Sahara. What are you talking about? His first, let me mix it, if somebody here knows that story. His first, okay, let's say for example, if his first child with his wife we know was a girl, his first child with the other woman too was a girl. God is wonderful. If it, the same age, if the girl for this one was picked tall fair, the first girl for the other woman to take tall fair. Look, it is like four sets of identical twins. Yes. In God we say Jane Then the second four children, the same age, the same body structure. Oh yes, oh yes. Oh yes, 
They just told the children that when you see somebody at the funeral that looks like you don't react, it is your father's child. I give thanks to God. I give thanks to another man like that. Nice, man. Look, maybe you should appreciate the men who are not nice. So you should give thanks to God for those ones. Because as they are not nice to you, they are also not nice to somebody. But as they are very nice to you, it means they have the character of niceness. This second example. One day, the wife knew very quarrelsome was quarreling with a woman. Then the woman who knew that my mother is friends with this one told my mother that go and tell this woman that instead of fighting with me, she should plan for how she will fight for her children to inherit their husband's property. So when he died, the I can, I will never send this message. Some of you, when they send you finish messages, you should go and deliver it. <laughs> so, when he died, look, me, all my sons are true. When he died, at the one week, we were sitting in the house. Then, about a 52 year old man walked into the hall and announced that. I hear my father is dead and they are doing the one week so I've come. The wife who thought she was the only wife was there. Then I think their uncle, you see, there's a saying that when a man has a girlfriend, his wife is the last to know about it. Apparently, the brothers and things knew to stabilize the room. 15, 20 minutes later, they were there when Another group came. I think there were two or three. All in their 40s. Yesterday they came and said, we have heard our father is dead and they are doing their one week. So we have come for the uh, one week. The elders stabilized their wife again. The brothers and cousins stabilized their wife again. You don't worry, men are like that. When a frog is dead, that's where you see the length of the leg. All, all those things. They stabilize the world. About another 10, 15 minutes. Another group of two came. Those, those were, I think, their late 20s. That's when the wife collapsed. It's a true story. They ran there to state hospital. I mentioned the hospital they ran there to state hospital. Because of when a frog dies. <laughs> <Say you. laughs> That's what I saw. That. But recently, somebody asked me that. So your father, did he have girlfriends? The only answer I could give is not that I know of. The one who I said, God, why have you made a mistake? God, what did I do before I was born? <laughs> the inheritance he gave me, I haven't fought with anybody. Nobody has come to challenge their will. The one that I said, God, what mistake did you make? God, where did I go and wake up in the morning that I got the one I have? <laughs> That's why God says that. Eh? 
in all things. Thank you. Especially the one you think that is bad, eh? you don't know. Look, Joseph said, You meant it for evil. The thing is evil. God has turned it round for good. What you think is a bad thing for you is usually a good thing. That's why it was a gift. Number three. Number three. Give thanks as a weapon to release the greatest miracles. You know, when I saw this point, I went to check in the Bible and I saw that the two greatest miracles of Jesus, the only thing he did was to say thank you. The feeding of the 5,000. You see, it was so notable that later on, when they wanted to remember the miracle, they said, oh, do you remember the miracle that happened when Jesus said thank you? They were all there. 5,000 people were there and they heard they saying thank you. John chapter 6. The Bible says, he lifted up his eyes to, to heaven and said thank you and bless their bread and then shame. How be it they that came with other boats from Tiberias? John 6, 23. Nigh unto the place where they did eat the bread. Like they came to the place where he shared the five to the five thousand. And they said, and he was able, sorry, after that the Lord had given thanks. When you read the Bible, see that, and he took the bread and gave thanks and gave it to his disciples to share. The next miracle was the raised of Lazarus. The Bible, see, and this miracle, eh, those of you who are afraid of money, Ghanians who don't like money, Ghanians who are afraid of money, I don't know what's wrong with that. You don't like money, you don't like big things, you like small things, you like Toyota. There's a, there's Benz, I will choose Toyota. Ghanians. There's a Range Rover, we drive Toyota pickup. Uh, there's a, what is there again? Eh? There's Bentley, but we will choose Kia. Uh, you see us. That I mean, I've told you, you buy saloon car, see whether I was dedicated. But someone also needs experience with car dedication. It's true. This Hyundai Elantra dedication, you do it for me. I can, I can maybe Lorena do the dedication for me. <laughs> Listen, the Bible said that and he took the bread. And just say thank you to God. And gave it to the Then the next miracle, praise God, Lazarus. The Bible says, listen to this. When he got to the tomb, he only said, Father, I thank you. Then he didn't say, I'm saying thank you just so that they'll see that I'm talking to you. But otherwise, I would not even have said anything extra. All that he said before raising Lazarus was thank you. It looks like there's some power in thank you and gratitude that we have not harnessed and taken advantage of. We say thank you only when we think something is big. But thank you, and you even say it before the miracle comes. It's like it's the thank you that activates the miracle. When he fed the Bible, when he raised Jairus' daughter from the dead. He didn't try to make anything. When he healed the sick, Peter's mother in law 
This is the way he paid the fight, like the financial miracle. He said, and they went to make him a king. Then he said, my kingdom is Stop being afraid of money. These Christians, that thing that he said, the love of money is the root of all evil. No, we don't like money again. No, we don't like money again. That's why our Christianity is not even being spread abroad. We like poverty. When we are poor, then we feel we are born again. And the sign of being born again is your poverty. But Zacharias 1.17 Spare not. Cry aloud. Get through prosperity. Not poverty. Get through prosperity. Shall the kingdoms of God be spread abroad. Abraham was one of the richest men in heaven. Why didn't God name heaven after Lazarus? The poor man. By heaven, the only other name we have for heaven is Abraham's bosom. Not Lazarus's bosom. If God was so in love with poverty, you'd have been in heaven. Look at heaven. Streets are made of gold. When heaven is poor. What would that picture say? God has the approve of all these things. So from today, I should go home with your beautiful wife. Look at Jesus. Thank you. Not to her, to God. And then after, you also say thank you to her. But the Bible says, you know, they give thanks. You didn't say give thanks to God. They just give thanks. An attitude of thanks to them. It will be a miracle that you cannot even imagine. I mean, every time I think of this church, my heart is full of gratitude only. I know only angels come to my church. Boy, I don't see anything wrong. You know, end up one of my surprises with uh, marriage because initially I didn't see anything wrong with my wife I mean of course I know she's not perfect but whatever she do one day I told myself that hey, I don't know the cause of my mind oh yes people who have just joined this like you knew me from life. You don't know me. Oh. And then do they know me? I went to surprise that the nice person that I put you. She was with me about 10 years ago. She ran away and left me in the church. She would have been. She ran away and left me in the church. <laughs> yeah. Giving thanks, you know. Look, when you are a great person, everybody laughs. Everyone's good. When we are grateful person, it's a sign that we are peaceful. When we are grateful person, it's a sign that your mind works well. When we are grateful person, it's a sign that you have thought through all the pros and cons, and you see that it is a good thing. When God was creating man, He saw our imperfections, and then He said, "And behold, it was good." He saw the good and the bad. Then He said, "Look at this morning." Why are you angry with me? Did you tell me to do something I didn't do? Then I was fine. And I saw that my evangelism partner was actually correct. From that day, I've never asked such a question again. For the next 17 years, April 15th will be 17 years, I've never asked such a question again. 
as a manager, you should know when to score a penalty and when not to score a penalty. But the Bible says that in the last days, look at the scripture. Men, sh- these are characteristics of last day people. Men shall be lovers of their own selves. Aren't we selfish in the world today? We think about ourselves only. What will make me happy? What do I want? Number two, covetous. You will be surprised that you have a car. You will see your same car with the same color in town and there's something in you that tells you that that other person's car is nicer than yours. You always want something you don't have. Boasters, proud, blasphemous, disobedient to parents, <coughs> unthankful, unholy. Can you imagine that they are putting unthankful and unholy together? You wonder what unthankful is. Oh, I didn't say thank you. But it is so evil that it, 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 it equated and equalized the being unholy. Look at the Bible. It says that God is not unrighteous to forget your work with the God is a grateful God. He's grateful that He that He served him. The Bible says that there has no ask Israel to serve him in vain. The Bible says He's a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. God is not an ungrateful God. It is unholy people who are ungrateful. Look at America. When you fight in Afghanistan, same in Iraq. The people who helped them as translators helped them in the work they did. When the emergency came, they left everybody. Oh yes, they left everybody. Ungrateful people. They will tell you, America doesn't have permanent friends. It has permanent interest. So you are nothing. You are a tool they use. Ukraine president, he thinks they love him all. Zelensky. He thinks they love him. He followed them. And then when he came to what he said, look, we cannot put American boots on the ground. He has followed them all. That will protect you all. They are finishing his country. Nobody is drinking tea in America. Do not let the last day evil of being an ungrateful person affect you. You've come to this church. You should be grateful to God. That God has given you such a nice but no. One day, you see, wait, wait, wait. You see, this new bride here, my friend. One day, her friend who introduced me told me just about the matter ago that if Annette had met you now and not then, should have been in the church there. But she met me when I was wrong. Hey! You people should be grateful to God that you have met a refined version. And that is it true or You are saying it's true. You say it's not true. <laughs> you should thank God that he's giving you a nice pastor. Praying for you. I've been up all night praying for you from 10 in the morning to 6 in the morning. Nice pastor preaching nice sermons. And that my sermon didn't used to be like this, isn't it? <laughs> God has made me a better person, a better Christian, a better pastor. 
I shall be grateful that God has given you a nice church to be in. That nobody is stealing your money or like the pastor does juju. And that every time you give money, you become poorer. Or the pastor doesn't tell you, everybody, you are doing deliverance. So next week Sunday, bring your underwear. You are coming to use it for uh, a pantry. Nobody who wants anything from me here. We are here to just to, to be helped to know God, to become a better Christian, and to serve God. That's all. There's no other purpose for you coming to church here. It's not for money. It's not for anything you have. It's not to marry you. I'm married. I have children. I have a car. I have a house. There's, there's something I need, really. I'm only here to be a blessing to you and God and of my heart. You should be grateful to God. Yes. And then if it's my birthday, you bring me a gift. You say, oh, I want to say thank you for being a good pastor to us. Look at my birthday. Don't say, <laughs> since I joined this church, uh, uh, since I joined this church, I can see I've been in other churches before I joined this church. But since I joined this church, uh, 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 I've never joined the church where I've been so close to the pastor. And you know, the way you care for us, ah, ah, ah. I mean, your your pastoral work is very. Uh, uh, if it was not for you, everything I am today is uh, on account of being. When I compare myself, ah, 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 you cannot compare. There is none like you. Uh, comparison. How does that help us? Speeches. Are you a good father? Are you a good father? Ah, is a good father to give speeches that are not true? Back your words with action. <laughs> Amen. All of you who didn't bring me gifts, I'm waiting for you. Don't think my birthday has passed so I've forgotten. No, I'm watching you carefully. Finally, because of time. Which one should I do? Let me jump. Let me do the last one that is Next and final one for today. Saying thanks. Can you imagine that saying thanks is actually a weapon that neutralizes the evil? First Timothy chapter 4, verse 25. Believe it or not. Forbidding to marry is talking about the end days again. And commanding to abstain from meat or from food. Like some people will tell you that don't eat quickly. Hey! Is such a nice thing. Some people tell you don't eat bread if it's offered to God. You know that God they offer corn to. Don't eat ten cake. Also, and banku and cocoa and uh, anything they use corn for because they offer it to God. And then the Ashantis too. Fufu, don't eat fufu as well. Because that one too, they offer it to God. The Bible says. Some people will command you to abstain from food. Look at this. Which God has created to be received with thanksgiving. Of them will believe and who know the truth. Look at verse 5. For every creature of God is good. Some people say don't eat pig, don't eat turkey, don't eat duck, don't eat rabbit. Don't eat it has been found out that rabbit meat is the healthiest meat. Some people say don't eat cats. 
Where are the LSD? Because Koreans eat snake as one of their main food. <laughs> like how Ghanaians eat chicken. Everywhere you go, there's chicken in Ghana. In Korea, it's snake. Dr. Young Cho. I'm saying he's the father of the biggest church. He showed me that God has approved of the snake eating. Yes. He said if Adam and Eve were Koreans, there would have been no sin in the world. But when that snake appeared in front of them, that would have been his last day. Yes. What you are here saying, don't eat the The Bible says that as soon as you are thanksgiving, don't go and fornicate there before fornicate. He said, Father, I thank you. He said, You have offered the task. Let's stand to our people, please. Let's stand to our people, please. <laughs> Pray for yourself as we close. Thank God for your life. I want to give you three minutes to look over your life and thank God. Just thank God for anything and everything. Two minutes. Say, Lord, I thank you. Especially for the bad things. Maybe you are in a difficult marriage. Thank God. Maybe that difficult marriage has drawn you to God. Maybe you've been praying a certain prayer for something. God has not answered it. Maybe the answer to that prayer is your downfall. Jesus also prayed. Three hours. Let this cup pass away from me. However, that was how you were going to be king of kings and lord of lords. And the world was going to be saved. We thank God that God didn't answer that prayer that Jesus prayed. You also. Maybe you are praying for something. Maybe you've been praying to God to bless you with a husband or you've been praying to God to bless you with a wife or you've been praying to God to bless you with a job and it doesn't come. In all things give thanks. Trust God. Let us depart from the evil of the last days of ingratitude. And that's God. Oh God, I thank you for the bad things that have happened to me. I thank you for the demotions I thank you for the embarrassment. I thank you for the humiliations. I thank you for the delays. I thank you for the poverty. I thank you for the exams I failed. I thank you for how sad I am in my marriage. I thank you for how sad I am in my job. I thank you for how I've even fallen into sin. 
Thank God that you fell into sin. Maybe if you hadn't fallen, you'd have been so proud and lift up your right hand wherever you are. Let us pray together. Because the Bible says that and the books were opened on the judgment day. And another eats you all of it. This is broken for you means that it is broken so that your body will not be broken. Our bodies are broken through sickness and disease. Physical sickness, physical disease. As you eat this body of Jesus, any sickness that couldn't exist in the body of Jesus will not exist in your body. As you eat the body of Jesus, diseases are taken away from you. So-called family diseases are removed away from you. Hypertension shall not come to you. Diabetes shall not come to you. Cancer shall not come to you. Breast cancer shall not come to you. But it will be expanded by the body of Jesus. Father, we thank you for these elements. By this prayer, we confess that it becomes the actual body of Jesus broken for us. As we partake of it and eat it, Lord, we eat the health of Jesus by faith into our body and we declare that our lives will never be the same again. We eat in faith and we receive life, giving life into ourselves. In Jesus' name I pray. The body of Jesus. You know, the problem of the world is sin. The Bible says that your sins and your iniquities have separated you between you and your God. So that when you even pray, it does not answer your prayer. The Bible says that the greatest enemy of all man is death. And the Bible says the wages of sin is death. That means that sin is the problem of mankind. But the good news is that by his blood our sins are washed away. As you drink the blood of Jesus, every sin you have committed because you are a human being and therefore you sin. So every sin you have committed that has brought a separation between you and the source of your life so that you are moving faster towards your death than you should. It is reversed in the name of Jesus. He said, though your sins be red as crimson, they shall become white as snow. I re-enact this scripture into our lives. Every sin we have committed that are stained as red, by the blood of Jesus we stand pure and holy and blameless before God. Therefore, all agents of death are reversed and nullified and cancelled by the power of the blood of Jesus. Father, we thank you that this wine becomes the actual blood of Jesus. We confess that we are sinners. All those also partaking on Facebook are partaking of this blessing. We confess that we are sinners. But we believe that by reason of the blood of Jesus, we become pure, holy, blameless, righteous in your sight. Therefore, let all agents of sin 
leading to our untimely death be cancelled. Let everyone here cross 70 with ease. So easily that 80 will be quickly attained in strength. By the time we are 90, may we be dancing on our feet as we celebrate our 90th birthday. Let the blessing of Caleb be our portion. Who said, my youth is renewed. My strength is not abated. And my eyes are not dead. As we stand righteous, purged from sin by the blood of Jesus, we receive the blessings of provision and protection by the blood. We confess that our lives will never be the same again. The blood of Jesus. A new life begins for you from now. A new life of his goodness, his mercy, and his love. Such as you've never experienced before. Such as you've never experienced before. From today, walk into a new life. I speak first Corinthians chapter 5 and 17 over you. That if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. From today, I command you to be a new creature. All things are passed away. From this moment, you are different from the way you came in. Now walk in Zoe. Zoe, the heavenly life. Abundant life. Fullness of the God-given life is your portion. From now, whatever has been difficult for you becomes easy. Becomes easy. Whatever has been difficult to attain becomes easily attainable. Easily attainable. Whatever has been beyond your reach, whatever has been a dream for you becomes reality. Your husband becomes reality. Your wife becomes reality. Your children become reality. Your financial ascendancy becomes reality for you. Your car becomes reality. Your peace of mind, your peace of mind, your peace of mind becomes reality for you. By the blood. Whatever you've been praying for that has not been answered is now answered by the blood. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. 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 Please take your seat. Amen.